Hi everybody, this is another week of Connectionism with A.M. Kada, meditation coach and DJ. Connectionism, as every week is being explained, is a new form of guided meditation. It uh, demands uh, emotional boundaries to cultivate deeper perspectives into the inner workings of man, the inner workings of me and you. The usual typical session takes about like one hour to 75 minutes and it moves from a talk about a particular topic at hand, if there were one, inside which is usually an improvisation. This week's topic is love between an ability and being a skill. So it moves from a talk to 30 minutes, around 30 minutes of ambient music and then it ends with the rhythmical techno music. Please have a distraction-free environment and put on your headphones or good speakers, hopefully, in a seated position, if that's comfortable with you. If not, any other comfortable position that goes well with you is also good. We will begin in a few minutes. Hey there again. Yeah. 
answer today's topic is, <laughs> I would say, intimidating to talk about because, uh, like, to again, there's like there's always this in kind of impulse that I should know what I'm talking about, which I'm kind of not. I'm usually most usually exploring whatever topic that comes at hand. I just saw the necessity of it and to distinguish between that which we do as a means to an end or that which we do just because it has to be done. And I think this is kind of the distinction that we really don't pay attention to because we are so focused on the target or on the goal or what on whatever needs to be avoided whatever needs to be done that we forget to actually see we're so busy in the in the game of comparison let's say if i'm going to going to i'm loving my kids you know, attending to my kid, I'm attending to my kid's needs all of a sudden. Any other need might be overlooked. Any other need that needs attention rather than that needs, let's say, knowledge. It's like, this is what a kid needs. List of the needs that the kids need. That's of the list of the kid's needs rather than whatever might be presented. And I would say it's quite hard. Because if any parent, the list of needs are endless. One barely manages all these kind of needs. And the question is, do are they all of these are needs? Are they? If I let go of one or two of my needs, would I be just kind of like not successful, not happy, not wholesome, not being a good person? Did I really explore all what I call needs that need to be maintained on the material level, of course, talking about so far about the material level that needs to be taken care of? I wonder. I really do, like how much of what we call a need is actually a need. Big part of, um, what big part of? Let me just like be honest. To love, to pay attention, to listen, to be there for one or the other, all that implies readiness. Like one is ready. Am I ready for what I know? Hence. List of needs. 
Am I or I, I, I let's clear out this out. Like, am I ready for what I already know? That's one question. Am I ready for the unknown? So, this readiness, steadiness, what decides me being ready? What decides one? What is required for one to be ready? Instead of saying what, what requires one to be ready, Let's say what makes one not ready. And then we maybe reach at what requires one to be ready. The rest. So, what pushes a person not to be ready for one or the other? Let's say a loved one. But in this case, we're talking about psychologically and we're talking about meditation. So, let's focus on the one. What pushes a person away from being ready for one. Hmm. Life demands, expectations. I would say comparison as well. It's really a recurring theme because if I'm going to compare myself to another, I'm not ready for for this one because now i'm basing whatever i interact with internally with something that is external of me so i'm nowhere ready to attend to whatever is i'm benchmarking all of a sudden i'm from the beginning being judgmental so in my head i'm already ahead of what this is and it could be like really uh, disappointing or maybe also sometimes very surprising but all this is kind of unnecessary if one looks at it as it is so life's demands expectations Comparison. The past. And as a result, of course, the images of the future. Time. That's also a big one, which is basically past and future. Like, it's all interrelated, all these things. But time is the thing that pushes me not to be ready. And the thing is, when I think of time, and I think in the terms of time, entering my psychological world, make it into a factor, what is the right time to do this? What is the right time to do that? Things become quite hectic. Because I start to look at life, my inner life, or life in general, as a matter of blocks and frames. And that's probably 
not to exaggerate, but it's like the words are like the, ex- the definition of mechanical living. Like everything to a timer, to a calendar. That's how robots function. Like punch in, punch out. Which is like, <laughs> this is how basically most of our civilized, industri- so far industrial life still is. We think that we're that different from robots. However, it is exactly how it is. Unfortunately. Hello. <laughs> Wake up call to myself as well. So... If what we've been doing is, let's say, generally, of course, in general sense, accepting, uh, accept the, uh, accept the, you know, whoever is what we're, let's say, talking about, but the ones who are conditioned still, which is the majority. If that is what love is, that's so easy. How come we're, everything is so falling apart? The suicide rates and and the conflicts and the, the extreme identification, the extreme separation from one another, the extreme separation from in me, the antidepressants and addictions, etc., etc. Honestly, just thinking about it just like makes me kind of emotional. Human being is suffering. No matter what he does, whatever whatever he or she does, it's always suffering. There's like no escape from it. And if love is a skill which is based in a, such a mechanical way as we said, we should have got it by now. With all this technology, what else is there for us to figure out? Because they say a lot of people like, like, like love is a skill. I really wonder if it's a skill or not. It's like skill. Again, it's something very mechanical, something that is learned, right? It's, it's through a pattern and through a habit that I maintain and I evolve through repetition over and over again, right? That's what the skill is. I'm very skillful with my hands and I know the ins ins and outs of it. Right? Complete knowledge of whatever is taking place. Mechanically. For a certain goal, we'll say. That's what the skill is. That's at least how how, how it reveal itself to me. The ability, on the other hand, is either you're able or you're not. It looks like a switch. Either you're able or you're not. Something that is kind of like, it's it looks alive. It feels, the word at least, alive. At least what it's implied by that. So. Going back. To listen. To pay attention. For attention. For listening. 
for breathing, for example. Like it's all this implies kind of connections to what life love is or how it manifests. I am able or I am not. If I am not able, and I look at what I'm doing, and then I don't like what I'm doing, so I try to love through force, through feeling guilt, or feeling shame, then as a result, I dev develop mechanisms and skills to be on time, not to be on time, to do this or to do that. To do something in a certain way, to achieve a certain results. And I keep doing and doing and doing and doing out of love, hypothetically. But then at the end of the day, I realize that I'm empty. Or not rather empty, but whatever I've been promised, at least in my head, which is a result of all in all, we talked about it, is not there. So I end up in the more and the keep driving myself further and further, materialistically, mechanically, at least, even if I call that is love, but I'm pushing myself for it. Because if you look at it, some people are, there are some of us, which is, it's just so easy. And for others, it's so freaking hard. One is trying and the other is not. One is actually there. One is able. To learn, which is basically the foundation of learning is listening and attention. Of course, love, all that, interconnectedness. But to learn, do we learn? Or how do we learn? Do we learn through repetition? Through memorization of what needs to be memorized? Formulas, ideas, images, maps. That's what we call education. And that all is there, not to take anything away from it. But we're learning for that, to achieve a certain result, a certain level of operation and efficiency and functionality. regardless of what this is at any given point of time. People say discipline, consistency. Uh, yeah, discipline and consistency. Fair, fair enough. I'm not taking this any, any way from it. I'm not saying that, or one is not saying that <clears throat> these are all bullshit or they're not necessary. No. But like the thing is, how one learns 
because so far it sounds like a big load of hard slave-like work in order for me to learn or succeed. And everyone who succeeds puts it that way. It's such a hard thing to do. To do something or to learn something. Yet, when I come and really look around, and it seems that at some points I try to learn something with so much effort and nothing gets done, and other times I get to learn the same thing, and it's so easy that I can't believe that I had even a hard time doing it. So, I wasn't ready at some point, and then another point I was. Now, of course, there is a certain, there is urgency to life in a specific way or another. Not to pinpoint that out, but that's a given. However, there are so many fa uh, factors surrounding one to actually know when one is ready and when it's not. Know beyond knowledge. To really perceive what is actually going on. Because when is the right time to do a thing or two? When there is that right time to learn, let's say, right? Something. Or to acquire a thing. And when is really the right time for anything, really? Am I going to schedule myself for it? Prepare it? Plan for it as if I already know it? Or planning for it through knowing it as an idea? It doesn't really match because that what I am ready for, I don't know yet. So how can I use a tool for something I don't know already? It does not work. It does not, it, it's illogical. It's conflicting big time. So, the ability to love is based, the ability to love, to love, readiness, being ready. When is one actually ready? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But one one does again when one doesn't know. They keep paying attention, listening, observing. As a result, understanding, which is in fact learning.
And that is... If one does, one would realize that all these things are natural and the discipline and the consistency of it shouldn't even be thought about because if one sees the magnificence of it and how much it is in each and every every one of those words and what they imply then one cannot do anything else and that it covers the whole the whole it covers the whole with all irregularities and the conflictions and the complexities and the comparisons the impurities and the purities all of it so it's not like I'm taking a break. Oh, I've done enough. <laughs> and there's so let's 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 just like let's just avoid avoid reality for like an hour or two. It's like no. No. Having refuge and something like that. It's 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 not in that way anymore. It's like when you think about it like that, it's so mechanical and so compartmentalized and so categorized. That approach, a holistic approach, is just one huge, continuously evolving and morphing picture, painting, and so mesmerizing that one cannot tell from one with the other. I look at it and I'm so mesmerized in it that I actually forget that I'm looking at it and I actually am part of it. So mesmerized by it that I'm not there anymore. I'm that which was is already there, is now there, part of one. And in that, I'm always ready. But ready for what? To do what? I don't know. But then what do I have to know? So many questions one needs to ask, actually, because one can see how much and how many commitments one has over oneself and how many commitments are considered to be needs and considered to be crucial for one's life. And without them, I cannot really live or breathe. I question that. I question all of it. Money does not touch love, like if you compare Ask a kid that and they will let you know. Yeah. Skill can get you money, definitely. But skill cannot get you love. Love touches it, touches both, but none of those touch it. one sees, recognizes, not recognizes, I'm sorry, if one just feels and touches that, and is in the field of the unknown, and actually is in the unknown, 
I claims I don't know. Accepting not knowing. No, let's back up. Not accepting, nor rejecting, not knowing. Just seeing not knowing as a fact that is unavoidable. Without trying to get out of it psychologically, uh -huh. psychologically, in or out, and just staying there and just facing it and being one with it and having a deep insight into the fact of it. That. Hey, open, attentive, listening. All one. All fields are one. It's a good point to listen to music.